Welcome to the Be Transformed podcast, where we're having ongoing digital discipleship conversations about when and where the kingdom and the culture collide. Welcome back to session two of Seven Keys to Success. There are seven things that you need to see correctly to manifest your purpose and fulfill your destiny. The first one is God. The second one is you. Three, relationships. Four, time. Five, money. Six, problems. Seven, the future. And so today we're going to be on two. Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. And so it's really difficult to love your neighbor if you hate yourself. Ain't that the truth? And it's really difficult to add value to people if you feel worthless. And so um, one of the things that I say is this, if you fail to see yourself correctly, you will almost never relate to others properly. Mm. So we need to see ourselves the way the Lord sees us. And because you are valuable, you have the responsibility and the privilege of adding value to others. Again, someone who feels worthless is going to have a hard time adding value to others. Yeah. But when we receive the love of God, it empowers us to love God back, to be loved by God, to love ourselves, and to love others, which is a critical thing. Most people don't think of themselves as someone in which they have a relationship with. Like, so I, I know that, you know, I have a relationship with you and, and, I, and I save your, you know, your phone number in my phone. And so I'm aware that I have a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. But many people are unaware that they have a relationship with themselves. And so one of the primary expressions of this is like they have, they say things to themselves that they would never say to other people. And so the inner dialogue it's just completely negative virtually all the time. Yeah. That self-talk could get really nasty. Yeah. And it's like, the thing is that you're stuck with yourself forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you might as well be nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I know this seems like a, this, this is like a one Oh one, but in our culture, we have this like self-love, self-love, like you're beautiful, you're, you're enough. And this is not what we're talking about. We are talking about placing value on ourselves because Jesus placed a value on us. So what someone will pay for something is what determines its value. When someone, you know, something goes, on sale, it means it was overvalued. When Jesus bought us, we weren't on sale. Mm-mm. God said, I'd rather die than not have you. Mm-hmm. You were, the scripture says, you were bought with a price. So the blood of Christ is the, is the determining factor of our value. God gave his son, will he not freely give us all things? So if like he'll give what matters most, all those other things, we don't have to sweat that. Yeah. But we do have to be cognizant and aware that we have a relationship with ourself. 
And so part of loving ourself is taking care of ourself and administering self-control. Think of whatever you don't manage, eventually you lose. If you don't manage your health, you die prematurely. If you don't manage resources, you go broke. If you don't manage your marriage, your wife leaves you. Uh, you know, these are things that are important that if people don't understand this, they'll miss it. It's like in an airplane. When they say, okay, if, if we were hit turbulence or first you grab the oxygen mask and you put it on. Why? Because if I suffocate or if I, if I have no oxygen, how can I help my neighbor? And so I, I think that this is something that is really important. And then we look at like the season of time we're in, like there's a zillion self-help books and it has only brought more self-hatred. Oh yeah. There's no power in any of that. Yeah. Like even, even the whole trans movement mm -hmm. is self-hatred expressing itself through self-mutilation mm. in the name of freedom. But yeah. it's just self-hatred. Mm -hmm. And it's like God loves you where you are and God loves you for who you are and we can come to Jesus as we are but the good news is we don't have to stay that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you said that um, these self-help things don't work, I think the key is that they're just describing symptoms and yes. behaviors, but there's no source of love. Yes. Like you said earlier, the only way to love yourself is first knowing what you're worth. Our worth can only come from one place, which is given by our Father, by God, displayed through Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. You know, many people feel worthless because they draw their worth from sources that are not good or consistent. Mm -hmm. They might not be bad things, but it'll no. eventually fail you. It's not sustainable. Yeah. It's like your net worth isn't your net worth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or even, even your marriage, yeah. your relationship, yeah. your children. Yep. Yeah. They just make bad places to, to place your value into. Because they change and fluctuate. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they also need Jesus themselves. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So Jesus is the one that determines our value. He's the one that determines identity, calling, purpose. And he is the one who, thank God, who helps me regulate my relationship with me. Mm -hmm. Scripture calls Jesus the bishop of our souls, which means he's the overseer of my inner life. Mm. He is the one who helps me interact with me correctly. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Without him, I am public enemy number one <laughs> to myself. <laughs> so, so what are some things you do to maintain a healthy, good relationship with yourself? I think one is confession of sin. Mm, why? Because if not, you damage your conscience and your conscience is the, is what allows you by the fear of the Lord to respond to the Lord correctly. Mm -hmm. So it's like, think of it, your conscience as your inbox. Mm. Uh, it's where you're receiving your mail. And if it's full and clogged and you know you didn't pay the, the <laughs> server, it's all jammed up. And, and so confession of sin, confession of faults, also learning how to not suppress what you're feeling, 
but to process what you're feeling in faith uh, with scripture in community Mm -hmm. among wise counsel. That's important. You know, um, if not, what you have is you have kind of like a downward spiral of self-pity. Um, self-pity happens when we feel bad for ourselves. Oh, poor me. Uh, this doesn't happen for me. This shouldn't have happened to me. What about me? And it's yeah. a self-focused, which is really self-destructive. Mm-hmm. And so it goes from that to self-rejection. And self-rejection happens when we're not happy with who we really are when no one's there. Yeah. You know, this is why many people hate silence because they're stuck with themselves. Mm-hmm. So someone who has to incessantly move or talk or always has to do something is because deep inside they're unhappy with themselves. Yeah. I think that's a key factor in why in this generation people don't realize they have a relationship with themselves because there's so many things to just fill the silence, to distract. Yeah. So then you, you, you could really get through life without dealing with paying yourself. attention to what you're thinking. It's crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and you think about it, like, for example, when we're tired and we don't have energy for output, mm-hmm. like I have certain energy, energy to bench press, squat and deadlift. I have energy to love my wife and care for my children and do things that are necessary. But as the day wanes, my energy level wanes. So I have energy to sit there and watch a show, but mm-hmm. I don't have energy to write a book. Yeah. Or I choose not to write a book and I choose to write, watch a show. But in in life, there's different levels. Like time is not created equally. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have an hour where you have full energy and your batteries are charged and, you, and you're ready to, you know, grab the bull by the horns. Or you can be tired and beat up and just waste three hours. Or you can have an hour of productivity that's crazy because your energy level, physical energy is up. Mm-hmm. So anyway, self-rejection, this happens again when we're not happy with ourselves. And when the the thing with self-rejection is that if someone is suffering from self-rejection, they will be unnecessarily thirsty for other people's acceptance and approval. Mm, Yeah. And that's dangerous. Yeah. Because that actually does the opposite. It pushes people away. Yeah, because yeah. it's like you're you're too needy, and yeah. people are like I didn't I didn't sign up for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be your friend, not your daddy. Like yeah. that's just too yeah. much. You mm-hmm. know. Um. Now this downward spiral goes from self pity to self bitterness to self rejection, and it turns into self hatred. And what I found is that self hatred turns into self destruction quickly. Mm. So this is a downward spiral that's very destructive. Yeah. That just starts with feeling bad for yourself. So when do you, how do you cross over from self-rejection to self-hatred? Like what are the nuances? When you start to feel like you can't change and you don't want to assume responsibility for why things are the way they are and you just kind of feel stuck. So there's like loss of hope. Yeah. You just become hopeless. Hope deferred, you know, makes the heart sick. Yeah. And so there's that. So then the self-hatred and then the way self-hatred expresses itself is through self-destructive behaviors relationships, patterns, and it could even lead to self-destruction as it relates to suicide. Mm, Yeah. People have to realize the enemy's highest intention for someone is suicide. Yeah. He wants someone to self-destruct because he did. Mm -hmm. And he hates our image because we're the image of God. He hates our image. Yeah. And he wants to kill, Mm -hmm. steal, and destroy. And he'd rather you kill yourself. Yeah. 
hundred percent of suicides is demonic. Demonic. One hundred percent demonic. Yeah. Um, thou shalt not kill, and that means you too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, and and here's the thing. The thing is, it's really ironic. Is that we didn't ask to be born, and we're not asking to die, but that's going to happen, which yeah. shows us that there is something and someone greater than us, that there is a creator. We believe his name is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, in addition to rescuing us from our sin, he also wants to rescue us from us. Now, yeah. the biblical context for this is if, let's just go through, for example, like Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me, he guides me, he restores me. Uh, he prepares a table for me. The, David is talking to himself. Yeah. He is performing therapy on himself in the presence of God by telling himself who God is to him Mm. and what that means to him and for him. If you don't speak to yourself, yourself will speak to you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And and if you read all, I will bless the Lord at all times. His place shall continue to be. I can go on and on and on. David is talking to himself. Yeah. When you're saying this, it just hit me. He probably spent a lot of time in solitude. Yes. And I want to say that isolation is what the world does. Solitude comes when we seek the Lord. Yeah, because you're not alone. You're not alone. Yeah. So isolation and solitude are not the same thing. Isolation is an unsanctified form of solitude, but I want to say one thing. Isolation is a form of punishment for the most wicked criminals (laughs) in the modern and ancient world. Stop punishing yourself. There's people who are listening, who are watching, who are punishing themselves. They've isolated themselves. And instead of isolating yourself, you should be seeking the Lord Mm -hmm. and seeking people who are seeking the Lord. So you have someone to pick you up when you fall. Yeah. This is really important. Yeah, and there's hope for everyone if you take that path. There is hope. Yeah. Now, the more you know um, that you are loved, the more you love yourself. Mm-hmm. Some people, like, they don't value themselves. They don't. Yeah. And and you hear, you hear, you hear it. Mm-hmm. What, are, say, what are some phrases... Oh, I would never spend that money on that. Mm-hmm. But the issue is not the money, it's them. Yeah, yeah. When you can't celebrate somebody, yeah. you, that's, a, that's a sure sign. That's a red flag. Yeah. Um, jealousy and envy causes many people to be stuck. People are like, oh, I would never do this, do that. Yes, you don't have the wisdom to generate the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. Because of your small-minded thinking, yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 it's like I don't say that to be a jerk. I'm saying yeah. that there are things that people say. My pastor told me this. You met him, David, mm-hmm. David Greco. He told me that your language locates you. Mm, that's good. And you can tell really where someone is by how they speak and the questions they ask. So there are people that they're they're. they're they ask very surface questions. They're not, it's almost, they're not ready to deal with yeah. themselves. Yeah. Even over talking, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say I sit down with someone, I'm in a meeting, all I do is talk, 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 talk. Many times over talking is a, like a self-defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
where they don't want to let someone in, mm -hmm. so they'll go on and on and on, and it's a defense mechanism. Yeah, yeah. What what he said about questions, that's good too, because let's just say that you see someone that's succeeding and is ahead of you. The two diff these are two different questions that that say everything about you. You could say, "Why is he always lucky?" Yeah. Or you could ask, "What is he doing that I could do to get there?" Yeah, I recently asked someone a question just like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was saying, well, can you give me some instructions? And then they gave me a strategy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I, I had never quite saw how, like there was something I wanted to do, get and, and move on and move into, but I didn't quite see how. And then that person talked to me just for a few minutes and then I began to see it. Mm. But if I would be jealous of that person or envious or suspicious or then i wouldn't ask them yeah whatever you don't honor or respect you can't receive from yeah yeah so you know yeah so that that question unlocks you moving forward the other attitude self-hatred and just denial it's you're stuck you don't move yeah self-control is another major thing for example often a lack of self-control is really a love deficit Mm. Like, if you don't know your value, you will do things that devalue yourself. Explain. Like, if you don't know that you're that God wants you to be His temple, mm -hmm. you'll be immoral. Mm. If if you don't see yourself as valuable, you do things that devalue who you are. It's called sin. Maybe do that with objects and stuff too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like for example, let, let's just say I hand you a stainless steel watch, and you go, "Oh, that's whatever. It's nothing. It's not gold. It's not." That could be a, a watch that's worth, I don't know, fifty thousand dollars, and it's like a, you know, there was only a few of them made, and it. But if you don't understand the value of it, mm -hmm. you won't handle it with care. Mm -hmm. And many people don't handle their life with care. Yeah, they're they're hopeless. They don't see the future through a lens of faith and hope, and so they make decisions now that will hurt them later. How do I know? I used to do it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like an expert at mm -hmm. doing dumb things that I'm gonna pay for later. It, yeah. It's just like the whole premise of a credit card. Um, pleasure now, you pay later. <laughs> bad idea. I, I used to have this model with my boys, do now, think later. Yeah, bad idea. <laughs> yeah. It's like STD, GED, <laughs> or dead. Like that's not, mm -hmm. so anyway, God was merciful to us. Mm -hmm. So self-control equals maturity. Mm -hmm. Self-control is how I protect everything that's valuable that I've been entrusted with. Mm -hmm. um, Proverbs 25, 28 says, he that has no rule over his spirit is like a city that is broken down without walls. An ancient city without walls was as good as conquered. Without self-control, we're conquered. Mm -hmm. We don't live from the inside out. We live from the outside in. Right. And we're basically conquered. Mm -hmm. And that's no way... To live because the scripture calls us as Christians, even in suffering, we are more than conquerors through what? Through him who mm -hmm. loved us. Yeah. So the one who loved us is the one who determines that we are conquerors, not our situation, yeah. not our suffering, not the difficulty we're facing, mm -hmm. but him. Yeah. Again, because he's the one that determines the value. Yeah. If you value yourself, you'll have healthy boundaries. Yeah. In relationships. Absolutely. Your behavior, your, the way you manage everything. Absolutely. You, you know how to say no. No. It, let me say one thing about that. This is really important. In Matthew 6, Jesus says three things. 
in this order. When you give, when you pray, when you fast. His presupposition is that his people give, pray, and fast. Giving is saying yes to a person. Praying is saying yes to God, not trying to get God to say yes to you. Mm. And fasting is saying no to yourself. Yeah. If you don't master those three decisions, you will self-destruct. And when you look closely, all of the good and important decisions that you need to make in this life will boil down to you saying yes to God, you saying yes to the things and people you're supposed to say yes to, and you saying no mm-hmm. to yourself and the things you're not supposed to do. Yeah. All of our decisions are from one of those places. Mm-hmm. And so prayer and being in the Word is what helps me to premeditate to do what is right before I have the opportunity Mm -hmm. to do what is wrong. That's how God establishes what success is in Joshua 1, 8. So so anyway, you know, this is is important because we live in a generation of people where self-hatred and self-mutilation and all this has become normal and it's very sad. And then we try to medicate it with now this self-love, 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 but it's not Mm self-love. It's a perverted uh, expression of loving yourself because you get value from God, Mm -hmm. not you get value from Instagram, likes, material possessions, popularity, uh, any of those things. I'm not against any of those things. I think all that stuff is a blessing as long as you have it and it doesn't have you. Yeah. Yeah, and if you don't believe us, just see the fruit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that road lead to any, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true confidence, powerful, self-loving, God-fearing kind yeah. of life. Yeah. And the truth is, we're not enough. Jesus is enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what are some practical things? Someone's sitting here being like, hey, you know what? I think I kind of hate myself. I, I think I got to treat myself better. What are some good first steps? that you recommend to kind of I would say to pray and ask the Lord to reveal to you his love for you and your value to him yeah it's like the key to key number two is key number one yeah yeah God yeah this is the one thing that fuels every other thing that's why if if that relationship isn't right none of the other relationships can be right so if I don't relate to God correctly if Jesus Christ isn't perfect theology, if my view of God isn't Christ, in, isn't cruciform, isn't Christ-shaped, Christ-centered, yeah. if I'm not clear on that, then I'm not clear about me. Mm-hmm. I'm not clear about relationships. I'm not clear about time. I'll squander it. I'm not clear about money. It, I won't have it. It'll have me. I'm not clear about problems because I won't see them as opportunities. I'm afraid of the future. I won't see the future correctly. Yep. And and so it all starts with that. And it all starts with the things that you should be saying to yourself. Yeah. Like I'll give you 10 here in the book, uh, Seven Keys to Success. This is all scripture. Mm-hmm. David, I will behold your face in righteousness. Psalm 17, 15. Two, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. Psalm 18, 1. I will call upon the Lord, Psalm 18, 3. I will declare your name, Psalm twenty two twenty two. 22. I will fear no evil, Psalm 23, 4. I will walk in my integrity, Psalm 26, 11. I will give thanks, Psalm 30, 12. 
I will bless the Lord at all times. This place will continue to be in my mouth. Psalm 34, 1. I will delight to do your will. Psalm 48. I will trust in you. Psalm 56, 3. If you don't start speaking to yourself, yourself is going to speak to you and it's going to be destructive. Mm -hmm. See, in the relationship that you have with yourself, you are spirit, soul, and body. Your spirit is born again and your spirit has to determine the life of your soul and the soul that is sanctified and being renewed has to determine how the body is going to interact. If the body, see the world says body, soul, spirit. In the kingdom, it's spirit, soul, body. So it's disorder, which is dysfunction, which is chaotic, mm-hmm. and at its core, it's idolatrous. Yeah. So that that is really, um, that's, that's important. And here's, here's another 10. Mm-hmm. 10 things you should do for yourself. Reject ungodly advice, Psalm 1. Guard your heart, Proverbs 4. Manage your emotions by giving your deepest pain to the Lord, Psalm, uh, excuse me, 1 Samuel 1. Take your thoughts captive and make them obedient, 2 Corinthians 10. Cast your cares on him because he cares for you. Confess your sins to God and take communion remembering all that Jesus has paid for you and that you can be free from sin. Seven, draw near to God by studying God's word and praying. Uh, give to those who cannot return the favor. Yeah. By doing so, you're lending to the Lord. Forgive and be merciful to others. Be quick to listen and slow to speak, slow to anger. These are things that you have control over. Yep. You have been given self-control. It is a fruit of the Spirit. It is something mm-hmm. that you have to cultivate in your life by denying yourself of sinful things and applying yourself to righteous things. Yep. Take every thought captive. Yeah, if you don't take those thoughts captive, they're going to yeah. take you captive. Yeah. I think two things you, um, you really have to do is, number one, make a choice, make the decision. Is what God says about me more true than what I say about me? Yes. You got to first believe that. Yes. And then number two is pay attention to your self-talk. Like, what are some stuff you're saying Yeah. And uh, to yourself? You know, when you make a mistake, you know, yeah. what, what's, that, what's that first comment to yourself? Catch that and, yep. and ask is this, does this align with what God says? Yep. Yeah. And you have to see yourself as an asset, not a liability mm-hmm. in financial terms. Like you, you are an appreciating asset the more you renew your mind and the more your life is sanctified and the Amen. more you mature in your gifts and callings. Amen. Yeah. So you become more and more valuable to the kingdom and to the people around you. Not in terms of price. The price has already been determined by what Jesus paid. But I'm talking about in practicality, the more we say yes to the Lord, the more we yield our lives and our hearts, the more we open our heart and mind to everything God has, the more valuable we are to our neighbors because we actually have something to give people instead of just something to take. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And that's true of every single soul on this planet. But the key is to repent and align with those things yeah. to unlock that. Yeah, and what we're ultimately talking about is the, the prosperity of soul, yeah, which is to be joyful and peaceful. Mm-hmm. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Jesus makes us righteous. It brings us into peace with God, and in God's environment, it's marked by joy. That's our portion. Yeah, to, to the faithful servant, he says, well done, good and faithful. Enter into the joy of your master. Joy is the environment of heaven. Yeah, that That is... 
one of the greatest promises to me mm-hmm. in all of Scripture. It's good news. One day, God the Father will wipe every tear mm-hmm. from our eyes. And if you have ever opened your heart to the Lord fully, tears are a, a marker. Mm-hmm. And God has a different value system. You know, we would press fast forward. God says, record that. <laughs> God bottles tears. Yeah. Which is, which is, I mean, we obviously matter to God <laughs> if God bottles our tears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If God would press record when most of us would want to fast forward, <laughs> it's telling us something very profound about his value system. Yeah. But David said that keep me as the apple of your eye. David knew that God saw the earth in the context of him because he was in covenant with God. Mm. And God has made a covenant, not with me or you, with Jesus. And we are the beneficiaries of that covenant, which means we're valuable. We're joint heirs. What does that mean? It means our name is on the checkbook. <laughs> you know, we're old school. We, we're, I'm old enough to, to remember, mm-hmm. like, my wife and my name was on a check. Yeah. Joint heirs. Yeah. Access. We're joint heirs with Jesus Christ, which means we have value and access, yeah. which means we can have boldness and confidence yeah. in him. If we had a glimpse of how Jesus looks at us right now, I think we'll immediately love ourselves more. Yeah. yeah. We would value ourselves because we would see what he did and who he is and what that means to us. Yeah. And uh, we would make decisions that are conducive with that. Mm-hmm. And that, that is ultimately what we're encouraging you toward uh, today is to make decisions to speak to yourself and to speak his word over yourself Mm -hmm. and uh, to, to renew your mind. And if your mind changes, your mouth changes. And if your mouth changes, your life changes. So Mm -hmm. we just encourage you uh, toward that. Thanks for listening. Bless you guys. Adam Levecki here. On behalf of DK Kim and I, we want to thank you for listening to the Be Transformed podcast. If you found this helpful, please subscribe, share, and review the podcast. Thanks again for listening to Be Transformed.